Excuse me, sir. Do you know how fast you were nerding? Konnichiwa, nerds. Welcome to the Nerding While Black podcast. We are your hosts, Q and Mark, here to discuss all things nerdy from the perspective of a couple of regular black dudes who are also a couple of regular nerds. And because the two perspectives are not always the same. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Mark, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about black superheroes in media. Um, We're talking about where we are, where we're going to go, all the good things in between. So uh, go ahead and start us off. So we are keeping this strictly about movies, TV. We're not including actual comic books. Yeah. Right, because... Yeah, that would be. There's so much more source material. Exactly. Saturation of, or not fully saturation. Well, good saturation of African Americans representation in comic books. Um, so okay, we're gonna get started then with their status right now. So what I like right now. Let me go on record before anybody gets mad at me for saying anything negative about any great black superheroes that we have represented in TV and movies right now, before anybody gets mad at me, let me go on record and say, I love Black Panther, I love Black Lightning, I love Luke Cage in Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, or Luke Cage and Mac in Marvel's Agents, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I love all those characters, but what I like to, before anybody gets mad at me, I, while I love them, they're all the same person to me. They have a very strict moral compass that always points in true north, and any depth and struggle that they go through is always based off of things trying to take them off of that that direction of the straight and narrow you know path that leads to righteousness. I mean, I think all of them almost all of them actually make references to being religious in some way as well. You know, like I mean, it's it, 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 there is a positive thing about yeah. uh, black culture that. Um, has that strong representation of a a strong African-American male that does the right thing, but now I think we're ready to take the next step into a more nuanced character such as a Robert Downey Jr. who was always, no matter how serious the circumstances are, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man is always cracking jokes, making light of a situation. He's a bit of a cocky asshole. <laughs> and and I want to see African-American heroes that are like that. You know, um, uh, the, 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 the Star-Lords. Let me get a black Star-Lord, a character that has that, you know, at the end of the, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. A little bit of good, a right little now, bit of Right now, I don't think you want no. a black Star-Lord because Star-Lord is, like, not popular right well, now. <laughs> Star Lord did nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, let us not do that. Star Lord did nothing wrong. We lost all two of our listeners right now. <laughs> I, I can defend this, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. Oh, Star Lord did nothing wrong. Fight me. <laughs> but yeah, well, you know, but like I said, though, um, I think that we, we are ready for more nuanced. Uh, uh, African-American superheroes, you know, I love the, the African-American ladies that we've seen, you know, in Black Panther, Misty Knight in Luke Cage, um, Storm, strong African-American character in the, in the comic books that has kind of been downplayed in the movies, I'm yeah, just gonna yeah. say. Thunder and Lightning and Black Lightning. Thunder and Lightning and Black Lightning, strong female characters that are doing, that, that is definitely propelling us in the right direction, but in order to, to me, in order to go forward, we need more diversity 
of types of characters. There's one arc that we have. There's just one arc. One archetype that, that is that paragon of integrity. And I think we can do better. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, one of the things that uh, I, I think is uh, the issue with, well, I guess what we're saying here is um, <clears throat> I've said it once and I'll say it again. We've actually asked specifically for this type of character. Like anytime that we see um, whether it be posts on Facebook, regular conversations with um, coworkers, friends, family, we always want, you know, we need more positive black role models on TV. And we I don't, have them. We're, yeah. we're getting them. And we're, I love, I love it. I, yeah. It, and we're, we're getting them. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you sometimes we have to be a little bit more specific. Like it's almost like we expect to, to get nothing, so we just ask for the general. Right. Okay. Right. So we know that, like, well, let's just say, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, having a bunch of black characters on TV in a positive light kind of wasn't too too much going to happen in your like mainstream uh, prime time dramas or movies and you're not going to see a lot of it so we just want positive role models because a lot of what we saw was a lot of you know drug dealers um thugs all this other stuff so we were very general you bring up a you bring up a fantastic point that's going to touch on the antithesis (laughs) of our argument right now and that's specifically hancock so Mm -hmm. hancock is exactly the kind of nuanced hero that I'm talking about that is definitely off true north. He is, his moral compass was definitely skewed yeah. and he was definitely <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. And, and I, I like to see that, but that was the only one. And so going back through movie and TV history, we absolutely glorified every time there was a, a great representation of an African-American hero in some way, a positive role model. You know, uh, we talked about earlier, and we're going to get into it in another podcast, but Zach from Power Rangers, the, the Black Ranger, the OG Black Ranger, the first time we saw a black superhero for right. our generation, and that Listen. was, what? I can be a Power Ranger? Right? <laughs> what? Man. So, you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a really great thing. Um, but it, it now that we have we live in a time and it's a beautiful time to be alive for, for black people in Hollywood. Now that we live in a time where there are so many examples, we I mean, we were talking about the list that we have of, of black superheroes, even though even if they're not principals, you have the Nick Fury, you have War Machine, you have Falcon, you have Blade from, you know, OG Blade, you know, all these other uh, African-American her- superheroes that we see in TV and in movies. There, it, there is enough saturation now, from my standpoint, to say give us something that is not the same type of hero. Something different, mm-hmm. something that is nuanced, because there are plenty of heroes out there that you can pull from that I, I feel like could cover those bases. Hancock being one, but let's get somebody from the Marvel or the DC Universe that could do that, you know? Uh, I, I mean, I can think of a few, but we'll get to that, but... Um, I just think that there, there's there's definitely more more to be had, even on the female side. I mean, strong mm-hmm. African American females are African Americans in general can be more complex than either really good or really bad. And yeah. we had a complex villain in Black Panther. Where yeah. you understood his motivations, and exactly. he, he obviously he was his means were super effed up. Right. So the thing about um, because of course 
for those of you who may not know, we are talking about Killmonger. Um, Michael from, B. Jordan did a bang up job. He, he did. did he did a job. fantastic job. The thing about Killmonger that um, really resonated with a lot of people was the thing that he was trying to accomplish. His actual goal was what drew people to him. Why people felt so connected to him. Because, honestly, and I'm actually kind of surprised that they allowed it. But it's something that a lot of people have um, been kind of, not even wanting, but just like, it's been the the extreme version of what a lot of uh, African-Americans have been talking about and discussing wanting for a while. Um, It's just for us to actually be the ones on top. Um, The thing about it is it wasn't his, his message. It was his methods the right. methods are the thing that actually made him a villain. Well, and the proof is in the pudding at the end of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. You know, his his end result is exactly that what Killmonger was pursuing is what ultimately happened at the end of the movie. The means were just different. Yeah. Wakanda opened its borders and, you know, revealed itself as a super powerful, technologically advanced nation that was extremely wealthy. Mm-hmm. So great for them. Um, just, you know... T'Challa went about it the right way, and Killmonger wanted to build a new empire off of the, the bones blood. Of right. Everybody, right? Else. Well, well, everybody <laughs> that that didn't look like him, yeah. which sounds kind of familiar. So that's why Killmonger's <laughs> a bad guy, right? Um, I think that I, I think that you know what I, I I didn't think about this. Well, I have thought about this before, but I, I didn't mention it before. To a certain extent, and this is me being really nitpicky, and I don't want to take anything away from the great superheroes that we have seen or taint what has been accomplished. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like, to a certain extent, to only have the paragon of integrity as African-American superheroes sets a bit of a high bar for African-Americans to aspire to, because heroes are there. Mm -hmm. To give us something to aspire to, 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 to rally behind, hey, let's be the change that we want to see in the world. Let's, let's be better. Let's do better. Do, do good for others. Do good for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and if everybody is always true north, that is an impossible standard to always adhere to. Exactly. So what we <clears throat> want uh, is when he's saying we want somebody uh, more nuanced, uh, it's like we, we want heroes who are kind of more so down in the trenches kind of fighting with us with fighting with the things that uh, we can easily identify with see ourselves fighting with and have them to overcome these things it doesn't even have to be realistic circumstances like i mentioned earlier star lord okay if you give me a star lord a peter quill type character that basically grew up as a thief mm-hmm. and he's got a heart of gold a thief with a heart of gold Give me a black superhero character that's a thief with a heart of gold right now. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and that, that is a smart ass and a womanizer, but eventually through a, 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 a series of extreme circumstances, kind of, kind of steps into 
uh, a much more positive role as a hero. Not necessarily the greatest of role models, but at least a hero. He's saving the day at the end. And again, I know, uh, it's his fault. It's not his fault. This is Lady Love, okay? Listen, that was his Lady Love. It doesn't matter. She finally said the words. They were this close. <laughs> they were this close. Was, Listen. Doctor Strange knew that this was going to happen. It was not like... He was in the moment. Like, what did you... you he, he doesn't care about many things, but he cared about Gamora. It's your kid. Like, like if my son, personally... If I'm if I'm a hero fighting in an epic battle to save the fate of the universe, and it, it's not as personal, just in an existential sense, I gotta save the universe. But then suddenly, the bad guy shows up with my son and a gun to his head. Yo, okay, okay? like it's going that. down. <laughs> but the thing is, you got you got to be able to have enough self control. To wait until the rest of the heroes who have planned to take the gun away from that bad guy actually take the fucking gun away okay. before you start okay. Okay. doing some bullshit. So, so what about the notion that Doctor Strange played through however 13,000 million, however, 14 whatever, million, and, uh, I think it was whatever like the number was, <laughs> yeah. played through all those scenarios in his brain. What's to say that he did not play through a scenario where where Star-Lord did not react that way, and it still didn't work. What's to say that that didn't happen? How about that? Okay? We we have digressed way too much. <laughs> I'm yeah. defending Star-Lord, okay? All right, and whatever. I want to see... We are going to save this. We are going to save this for another episode. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what y'all think. What does the audience think about... You know what? Maybe I don't want to know what the audience <laughs> You really don't want to know what the audience thinks. <laughs> I want to know, am I alone in defending Star-Lord's actions? We'll, we'll, we'll put up a poll. I want to know if I'm alone in we'll defending Star-Lord's actions. That's, that's all I want to know, okay? <laughs> That's all I want to know. Am I alone? Yes or no? And that's it. All right. <laughs> Getting us back on track. <laughs> the future, right. the future of, of black superheroes <laughs> in media. Um, one of the things that, I mean, we, we know some of the things we're getting. Of course, we know that we're getting um, another Black Panther. Duh. You know, <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen the movie by this point, then... Uh, you suck and yeah. go see it. Like now, <laughs> stop what you're doing. Stop this recording. Go, okay, don't stop this recording. After this recording is over, share go see it, it and then, Sh- okay, then go share it and then go see it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it, it's, is it still in theaters? I don't even know. It's on. It's on DVD, man. It's is on Blu-ray. It? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, buy it. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the. If you have a dollar theater, if some of you in the greater Atlanta area know what that is, if you have a dollar theater near you, it's probably in the dollar theater right now. Either way, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. But, um, so, of course, we know we're getting uh, another Black Panther. We know we're getting, as far as um, animated, uh, we're getting Miles Morales and Into the Spider-Verse. That's me clapping because <laughs> I'm so happy to see Miles Morales on uh, on any kind of big screen, bigger than a comic book page. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm, I'm calling it. Well, okay, I'm not calling it, but I think that... So uh, something that 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 is nuanced, that is great that they did from an African-American female perspective, I love as far as diversity is concerned in Black Lightning, you had one of the daughters, Thunder, 
who was also gay. And I, I think that that kind of thing is the, the, the any kind of diversity is a good thing. Um, I, w- I would love to see in Miles Morales' Spider-Man if a, a, a budding romance that happens in the comic book hap- develops between Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Gwen, uh, Gwen Poole, or not Gwen Poole, but uh, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Man. That would be great. Yeah. You know, interracial relationship. It happens. It's good. It's not bad. It's okay. I promise. <laughs> so uh, oh, there are hoteps somewhere that are wanting uh, to fight you. So yep, bad yep, right now. Hotep, <laughs> hoteps coming for me. They lighting their torches right now. Uh, anyway, but um, realistically, uh, I think that there's. I think that it's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be uh, a fan of comic books and African American at the same time because of the kind of representation we have. I'm not knocking everywhere we that everything that has taken us to this point and i'm really hopeful i really think that we're gonna we're gonna begin to see some really deep nuanced uh hero archetypes that aren't the same type of tropes that we've seen over and over again for our black superheroes and i'm excited to see that i want to see static on the big screen or the small screen not in a cartoon character capacity, so bad. I want that so bad. He is my number one, my, the very first comic book hero that I ever saw that was that was black, that had a lot of elements that were like Spider-Man, so he's smart alecky, he had a smart mouth, and he had that Malcolm X cap on. In the first issue number one, don't start none, won't be none. That was the coolest thing I'd ever seen, and uh, I would love to see that on the big screen. That's some serious diversity uh, right there as well. Came from nothing, started from the bottom, and now he's here. So, I would love to see that. What What about you? Uh, see, the funny thing is, you, you took my number one pick. Whatever, man. He's my number one pick first. I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, whatever, man. I, I guess I'll have to respect my elders. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Went Ouch. Went there. Ouch. Oh, okay. That's fair. That's valid. That's yeah. valid. Uh, um, you can you could have there's Icon. Yeah. Um, see, the thing is, I'm not as familiar with Icon. Icon's so. basically a black Superman. Yeah. But similar similar storyline. But he's very he's so much more brilliant than. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Did I say uh, a black Batman? He's a black Superman. You said black Superman. Oh, I did. Okay. And then you were saying you were about to say he's so much smarter than Batman. He's so much smarter than Superman. He's really brilliant, okay. like Batman, but he's got powers like Superman and he also has a sidekick Rocket who is African American female mm-hmm. that would be a great thing for them to bring into uh, the DC cinematic universe or uh, he's he's sort of appeared in some of the DC animated movies I think I've seen him in the background in the wings uh, I think I saw him in Young Justice at a little bit, and I think I saw him in, a, in, in one of the Justice League you movies. Know, honestly, I don't think movies. Like, a, as of right now, he's definitely not going to be in a cinematic universe. No, he's not going to be in a cinematic universe. There is hope for a TV static universe. Static. He's TV. Static Static can be... You can, static you can put him in, you yeah. can put him in Teen Titans. Like, yeah. you... Oh. I really before we uh like put Static in the the new Titan show that's he's uh, not gonna be a new Titan show. No. The new Titan show is gonna suck. Calling it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was literally about to see say uh, I want to see how it ends up. Robin does not kill people. That's how it ends up. Yeah, that that was a bro. Starfire does not dress like a prostitute with a chinchilla coat on. I the feel fuck like, is that? I feel like it may have been like a mission or something like. No. that. I'm hoping that that was she like a take mission. that chinchilla coat off. Yeah. In, I'm, in, I'm, I'm hoping that was like, like some kind of incognito thing. Look, um, Starfire don't wear a chinchilla. True. Under any circumstances. 
<laughs> okay? She does not wear chinchilla under any circumstances. I mean, under other, undercover. So, no. Yeah. She wasn't undercover. How do you know that? Because she's Starfire and she doesn't know how to do undercover. She does not know how to blend in uh, at all. <laughs> she's bright orange. Okay. <laughs> We're definitely still digressing way too much. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, wrap this up. <laughs> We're still going to have to do our top five. Okay, so are we going to put this out to the, the audience? We're going to want to get this, make this a group participation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, some African-American heroes that we want to see on the small or big screen that have not already been, um, that, that are, haven't already been put out there. Or maybe some that, have, that, that could be better. Yeah. Some that got shelved, like John Stewart, John Stewart's Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, he's not my favorite Green Lantern. Yes, I said it. And he'll never be my favorite Green Lantern. Yes, I said it. But not because he's black, just because Hal Jordan is that dude. Read a comic book and you'll know why. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's just my perspective on it. I'm, I'm open to other ideas. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of the stuff that's coming out. It's a great time to be a comic book nerd. It really is. It really, really um, is. For the movies, whether you read the comic books or don't, even if you just get into the TV shows and the com- the, the comic book movies, mm-hmm. still a great time to be a fan. It's just uh, I'm, right. I'm excited to see where we go from here. I really am. So of course you took my number one pick as I'm sad. Damn right. Like what we're gonna do is we're gonna just t- um, say our number ones and we're gonna leave the top five to the to the, to the fans. We're gonna leave it to to you all. Um, all one and a half of them. All one and a half of yep. them. Um, I'm gonna get my son to vote on this. Yeah, I'm uh, not gonna give him a Facebook page. I'm gonna let him vote for my Facebook page. So does it count if my Facebook page, the fact that my son uses my Facebook page, is gonna seem insincere? It's gonna seem like I'm voting, huh? Yeah, I'm not giving him a Facebook page. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but um, yeah. So Static is your number one. Yep. Um, y- Static can be your I'm number one too. We can share. It's, we can it's definitely not- share. But I, I definitely <laughs> want to have like another um, person just to kind of like uh, give a good starting point. Did you have one in mind? Um, I honestly would still like to see Nubia. Okay. Black Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we had the discussion about that before. That would be really cool. Uh, yeah. Now, now, are you saying like you want Nubia to take over the Wonder Woman mantle overall? I really feel like Nubia was underutilized in the comics generally. So I feel like if you just bring her to the screen, like literally it could just be another character. Doesn't have to be Wonder Woman. Yeah. Nubia can do her own thing. Okay. Like I understand that at one point, of course, she did take over the she, Wonder Woman, manner, but she's not doing it. So then to that end, mm-hmm. how would you feel? Because we discussed this before about Riri Williams, Ironheart. How would you feel about, because I think it's unrealistic to think that a, uh, while it would be awesome, yeah. I think it would be unrealistic to think that the MCU is going to bring in Ironheart um, and make that a, a principal The character. only reason that I, I also feel like that's not going to happen is only because of just how good of a fucking job that Nobody's going to be able to replace did. Robert Downey Jr. And that's, Nobody. that's, no matter what way that you present it, that's essentially what's going to end up like how people are going to take it. Yeah. Everybody's comparing. You're already, even if somebody else stepped into the regular Tony Stark mantle, Mm -hmm. they're still going to be compared to Robert Downey Jr. So to take that away Mm -hmm. and to not only take that into account, but to also throw on top of it, this is a totally different character altogether. Mm -hmm. This is, this is Williams 
and she's Iron Man, yeah. and you're comparing her to RDJ. That's 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 a overwhelming hurdle to overcome, and I don't think the public would respond well. I really don't. Not yeah. in Trump's America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, if they if they decided to um, take it to um, if Netflix's budget was a little bit bigger, and they decided to take it that route, I feel like it would be okay. Because I, even still, man, I don't. If Netflix, but Netflix got stupid money. What Netflix are you talking has about stupid right money. Now? But the thing is, look <laughs> at um, look at uh, Iron Fist and Luke Cage and all that. Yeah, they do well for what they are, but they're not effects heavy. They, uh, that's but shows. that's part of their shtick. They don't have to be effects heavy. The production quality of those, I think, is definitely great. Um, yeah, the production quality is phenomenal of those. It's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. What do you expect from a TV show? Compare compare Luke Cage or Iron Fist to Black Lightning. Like, it's a major network. Agents of Shield. Well, Agents of Shield. I'm sorry. One of the reasons why I, I like I have a bit of an issue with the effects from Agents of Shield is literally because of one character, and that was Lash. I hated the way that Lash looked with the with the rubbery tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> It was absolutely terrible. You, you remember you remember Captain EO, Michael Jackson's Captain EO? No. Okay, that's cool. Don't worry about it then. Never mind. There's, there's, a, there's okay, at Disneyland they had this ride. It was Captain EO. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson did this whole thing. It was awesome. It was the greatest thing I'd ever seen at the time. I was about five or six years old. It's fantastic. Look it up on YouTube, Captain EO. It's great. Mm-hmm. But there was like this he had this like alien band and one of them had this is in the nineteen eighties. Mm-hmm. They had this, like, alien band, and they were, like, playing all these instruments, and there was this, like, bad guy that was hooked up to all these... I think it was a chick, actually. I don't remember specifically, but it was hooked up to all these, like, tubes and shit. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. Oh, gotcha. So, it, like... We're taking over. Yeah. This is the truth. <laughs> yes, man. You're just another part of me. It's, okay. Uh, whatever, man. Yeah. It's, look, yeah, no, no. Somebody out there that's listening to this knows what I'm talking about, and is jamming with me right now. They're probably looking it up. Oh, man, I haven't seen that in years. You, I'm going to look it up, too. We're going to watch it together, figuratively speaking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty much it for today. <laughs> this episode has it's gone off on. the rails. It's gone off the rails. I don't care. I don't care. Um, so, <laughs> we're definitely still going to leave that um, that question to you guys. Um, what are your top five picks for African-American superheroes that you would like to see in media that we're going to stick with ones who haven't been done yet okay. uh, or haven't been done in a, a major way? I can dig it. I can dig it. I want to know what the people say. Let us know uh, what you think of our show. Uh, if you have any ideas for topics that we can talk about, we want to hear from you. We hope you enjoy Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash nerdingwhileblack. Like us, share us with your friends, and uh, we're probably going to have some more content, hopefully, real soon. It's real late right now, so I don't know if we're going to be able to do any more. <laughs> probably not today, but, but uh, we'll definitely we're going to have some more content for you guys soon, soon, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So thank you for listening, and we're going to sign off. All right, and we are out. <laughs>